slowly I turned, step by step, and the lion was upon me in no time. Good heavens, Commander, what did you do? <laughs> I knew you'd get that reference, Jeff. Yeah, oh, yeah, Commander McBrag was one of my favorites there in the Tennessee Tuxedo and his friends show. Hello, David. Hello, Jeff. And How'd you know it was me? I, well, I could tell by your background. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> Jeffrey's not here anymore. Ree, 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 ree. I, like I found, you know, Robin came down. It's like three days from Halloween. Into my laboratory today and said, do you have any Halloween decorations? And I thought, oh, my gosh, I had forgotten. I have some that I bought last year. Oh, so and and so I took these out. And this is actually pretty appropriate. I I suppose if I wear this outside, I still have to wear a mask over it, though. <laughs> but I, I like that. Is that a real that, pith helmet? You look. That looks like a, a genuine pith helmet. Oh, I do believe so. It's got a leather strap and everything in there. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah, and it's hard. Yes, it's it is. From, made from uh, reeds or something, isn't it? The hides of rhinoceros. Uh, oh, I hope not. Yes, indeed. There's a rhinoceros with a big, like a big scar. The great white rhino. Oh, yes, it's still alive. We didn't want to kill it. Yeah. Yeah, and his friends are like, what happened to you? And he's, eh, they made a hat. They needed a hat for Dave. Reminds me of that pig joke. Which when I tell it at school, kids fall Oof. for it because I did grow up on a farm a little bit. <laughs> the guy said, hey, that pig over there, how come it has only one leg, you know? Oh, well, you know this joke, right? I do, yes. Is that his... That pig, you know, the house was burning, it ran in, it saved my kids from the crib, and, you know, oh, that's how it lost its leg? Oh, no, no. And then, uh, oh, well, the other time, uh, the dog was stuck on the railroad tracks, and the pig ran out and rescued the dog, pulled its paw out, and, oh, that's how it lost its leg? So, oh, no, no, no. Well, you only eat a pig like that a little at a time. <laughs> So anyway, today we have a special show. We won't which, do any. Which is, it's kind of gross, though, really. Well, you know, to think you take part of a. Eating yeah, a pig. A pig, little at a time. A little at a time. <laughs> well, welcome everyone to the great, the one and only podcast on the net dedicated 100% today to the greatest game in the world, Advanced Squad yeah. Leader. Advanced Squad Leader. Let's not forget, it is Advanced Squad Leader. And it is a special interview with Stu. It'll take the full hour. Yes. Steve Stewart. Of, of Vaseline with Stu fame. Yes. And it's a very good interview. We were glad to, to speak with Stu. He's doing a lot of good work out there, especially for uh, people getting into ASL and uh, playing the starter kit. He does a lot of stuff with that and fills a niche, a niche there. He's filling a niche. Or is it, it is a indeed. niche? He's filling a niche, and he's scratching a niche. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, it's good to talk to him. And here he is. To avoid legal snags, tell people they're being recorded. So, <laughs> <laughs> Stuart, you are being recorded. Okay. I, I, did you get my email signature on that paperwork there? Yeah. Yes, that came through. Yes. Okay. Good deal. Good deal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. 
Here we are. We are happy Hi. to be joined with, by Stephen Stewart. Sure are. Hello, gentlemen. It's great to be here. Uh, I love your guys' show. And uh, I mean, I just think there's you can't measure the contribution that you guys have had over the past 10 years uh, to the ASL. Well, I, I, I can measure it uh, in my own view, but uh, it's just it's just amazing what impact you guys have had. And um, I know it's difficult to uh, to to kind of gauge your feedback because, you know, if no one responds to your things as you know, as a fellow content creator, it's it's hard to know yeah. if there's anybody out there. So, uh, yeah, but there are people out there and, you know, guys know this more than anything is, um, you know, you guys are doing a wonderful job. That's all there is to it. Uh, nice yeah. of you to say so. Thank and you. you. And you're doing an amazing job. Also, here's to all of us. Here's to us. Especially, we can drink. Yes. <laughs> actually, actually, from our from our mutual friend. Oh, is that? It's hard. To, oh, oh, it's this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Mr. Mr. Donovan had sent this to me. Uh, he had oh. an extra one, so I was, I was hard up for it. And uh, Dennis had sent me one, and so uh, it's kind of great. He's a great guy. I love Dennis. I can't help but notice that that shot glass is empty, though. Uh, well, yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> haven't received the special half squads brew. Been, uh, hasn't arrived yet by Amazon. Bathtub gin. Now there's yeah. an idea. I've been thinking about that. Oh my goodness! Perfect time crazy. for it. On that. So well, it's great to have you on the show, and uh, tell us. Maybe you should tell us a little about yourself. Just okay. the interesting stuff. Just the interesting stuff? Well, that would be pretty short. But, <laughs> but um, well, gaming-wise, obviously, uh, I started, you know, teenager, junior high, moved to the junior high area, and, uh, you know, stuck in the back of the class by having the last name of Stuart. And so the next gentleman next to me, his last name was W, you know, so neither of you guys would have been, like, quote, friends of mine because you don't sit next to them in junior high. It's really kind of odd where look, positioning in uh, your grade school and, and, and things affect your social lives. But anyway, met up with this gentleman and, you know, you just get discussing things like that. He, he plays war games with his with his brother and uh, that happened to be Panzer leader. So, hey, you know, I'm interested in tanks. What what teenage boy isn't interested in tanks back in the 80s, you know? And uh, and so go over to his house, look at his stuff. Hey, this is pretty cool. And just became friends with him. And then uh, squad leader came out, of course, near that same time. Yeah, absolutely, right there. There it is. No, who who doesn't love that tiger on that cover? Oh, it's a, it's it is a classic cover. I mean, it's just that's just the way it is. And then the squad leader, and then the squad leader, uh, the image. I've got actually some posters behind me, but my back my backdrop there, the squad leader box image is absolutely just fantastic. And so that yeah. just kind of grabs you. I just I'm a very visual person, and so it grabbed my attention. The squad leader, and you know, it's tactical base. You got little tanks. You can move around. Little guys. Little machine guns. And, uh, you know, you just become enthralled with the game. And uh, so we played the game a couple of years, and then he kind of just kind of bored with it. You know, play, we played through kind of GI, and then he kind of caught, stopped playing, and then, you know, high school came along. You had other things to do. And then, uh, I, you know, looking for opponents because I still want to play the game because it's so good. I call uh, the hobby shop and say, hey, you know, are, is there anybody that plays this particular game ASL, right? And so I go down there, and they have this name on the board. And so I call the five 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 number, and uh, and I meet up with this uh, my my local my local friend, and uh, we played for probably two years after that, and so he pretty much taught me, we probably pretty much played off each other, where he would he would always have some sort of 
trick that he's going to pull from the rule book on me. And I would always have to try to be prepared for it while we're playing the game. And, um, and so he taught me to really be aware of things and try to look for little nooks and crannies in the rules and things like that. So that was kind of fun. And we t kind of taught each other. And after I knew a couple of his tricks, I tried to do the same thing to him. So very competitive player. We, I mean, it's those games where you sit down and then three hours later, you're both just sweating, you know, because of the, <laughs> the anxiety of yeah. playing the game. It's crazy. And then, um, you know, from that, you know, on, on and off, just like everybody else, you, know, you go to college or you have a family and things like that. So you get your, everyone seems to have their 10-year gap. Uh, play a little bit, play by email online, probably 8, 10, 15, 20 games, you know, stack of boards that, you know, I, I, would, I would build these platforms where I'd have five games going at a time. For, you know, playing my opponent, trying to learn his tricks that he's going to pull, it really allowed, it really forced me to focus on the game. And so I had to focus on exactly what I was doing so I can counter what little trick he'd have because, you know, he, he knew more rules than I did and things like that. And the funny thing was the very first time, because, you know, everyone plays squad leader without half the rules half the time anyway. And so the first time we played together, you know, we, we were sat down, he'd shoot a couple of units and then he'd break them, of course. And then he'd put this little blue counter on top of my guys and it has a DM on it. It says, what the hell's that? You know, I said, I said, what you, that's a DM. I said, well, I don't get a DM until later. You know, I don't, <laughs> I don't get a DM. And so he kind of, it's like, you know, I was playing DM the entire time wrong. And I, and looking back at it, I don't think I ever placed a DM marker on any of my squad leader counters throughout the entire squad leader series. Isn't I that just, hilarious? Yeah. And so needless to say, those, those fights were very, guys would be up and ready to fight and you'd be able to shoot a lot more often. So that was hilarious. And that just goes to show you that, you know, uh, if, if someone's, if someone's, you know, has anxiety over not knowing the rules and not wanting to sit down with somebody else. Um, I mean, everyone, everyone has one or two little rules that are obvious to some people that are completely, you know, vacuous to others, especially if you're newer. And, um, so it's just like, like everyone says, it's a matter of just pushing counters around and, and learning as you go and trying to experience as many people's play styles as possible. Because maybe they're doing something wrong too that you know that isn't that isn't proper, and so as, even as a newbie, you could teach old old dog new tricks. And so, and, that, and that's what I've experienced lately in my gaming is that um, there's always something new to learn. There's just always something new to learn in this game that makes it so great. Yeah. Now, where uh, where are you located geographically? Are you in? I'm I'm located in Central California. Uh, we are the essentially the breadbasket for a lot of the crops of the U.S. Very agricultural community, uh, smack dab in the middle of uh, San Fran and L.A. So, three hours south or three hours north is where I'm located here. Not a lot of players. Um, That's what I'm wondering is yeah. if you have a local group there that uh, gathers. No, just recently, uh, my essentially teenage ASL friend we just got back together you know him doing his career and things like that and we met another player or two we really haven't gotten together and now with this covid thing coming up uh you know it, it kind of squashes that as well but um there are two other players locally that uh that do play uh but most of them you know like there's 10 or 15 guys up in the san fran area and about 20 guys down south you know that play regularly uh for for the most part you know yeah. so but driving 
three hours for a day trip is kind of <laughs> kind of rough. I mean, I love to do it, but I mean, it's, it's kind of rough. Yeah. So you said you had d- discovered us and it helped with uh, traveling that you were doing? Yes, I, I, dr- I drive a lot in my job. And so, um, you know, uh, my, my, my mother passed away and, you know, trying to get my distraction off that because, you know, I'm alone and draw, I have to worry about, you know, thinking about that all the time. You know, it's like I need a distraction and, you know, music is one of them, of course. And then it was like, you know, let's look at history. Let's listen to language tapes, things like that. And um, after listening to a couple of World War I uh, playback tapes by Carlin, I said, you know, maybe, just maybe, there might be some hobby stuff on here. So you type in Advanced Squad Theater, and your guys' logo pops up, and I'm in seventh heaven. <laughs> I think that was like issue like the, or episode 35 is when I discovered you guys. Oh, yeah. And uh, right around the time where you guys did your roundtables, yeah. Oh, so, yeah. oh my God, that was just so good, just so good, and just listening to you covering everything. I mean, just the humor, just the camaraderie, just the banter. Uh, it really allowed me to just kind of, you know, relax, step back, and realize that you know this could be like a release for me from from personal issues and things like that. And of course, you know, like two years later, my father dies. And then, you know, you guys are still pumping out your material. And so every two weeks, you know, it's like, okay, okay, Jeff and Dave, it's Thursday, Friday, it's getting late. You know, I want that, <laughs> I want that episode. Where's that episode? And so, uh, you know, always looking forward to that episode coming out. Doesn't really matter what the content is, you know, the, uh, the what's in the box, the, the art, the, uh, the art, you know, it kind of grows on you. I just like, what, what the hell's Dave doing with the art? You know, it's like, but holy smokes, man. It's just, I, it was just so good. It's just, just a different perspective on how to appreciate the game. And, um, and for me, you know, all the artwork by McGowan and all these other guys, it's just fantastic. All the coloration, things like that. And, um, you know, having Dave, uh, just, you know, bringing that out in sort of like an appreciation thing, which a lot of guys just, you know, don't even, they just take it for granted. It's like, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, I like, I'm looking at other things, looking for Dave's triangle and the whole nine yards. <laughs> going on so yeah. uh so that's very exciting for me but um and yeah i just i remember i remember uh when the 100th episode came it's like man 100 episodes is, are they going to continue after 100 and then all of a sudden it's like 250 it's like whoo so but yeah you're in my truck all day so yeah uh, where did the time go you know <laughs> yeah. yeah so then you got started producing your own work how did that come about then um uh, of course Look, look, look at each other's screens. That's the that's the reason right there. Uh, you guys are the reason for that. Um, that's the to be honest with you. That's that's it. I mean, I've done play by email before them, like in the '90s and such. And then uh, you had a couple of uh, like replays that you had done, Dave, in the in the earlier times. Oh, it's right. Like, it's like, you know what? I do a lot of play by email. I hadn't been playing at this time, you know, when I picked up you guys. Listen, but you know, Val's got logs. There's no reason why you can't do your Vazel log and then bring that log and have like a commentary about your play and what you're doing as a squad leader player. And that was the whole concept behind, I think I have 10 episodes now that's called Vazel Stu. It's like episode one through 10. So those are my logs that I've actually created. Everything else are like our, our game replays um, and Tactical Tuesday, something else. But what I would do is 
is I'm not going to concern myself with what my opponent's doing right or wrong. It's just giving the, a player a perspective of what I'm thinking about. Because, you know, if I sit down and watch you guys, you guys are just staring at the board. You know, I have no clue what you're thinking. And so that's what I would do is I not necessarily give the best strategy tips, but, you know, this is how I'm approaching the game. This is why I'm doing this. This is why I'm doing that. And, and just, you know, every once in a while, you know, I'm not a big, like, rules, like I want to, you know, show you exactly what a rule, you know, tell you what a rule does and so on and so forth. Yeah. It's kind of different. I want, to, I want to show you, okay, this rule popped up in this game, and then I would go into the detail of the rule. You know, like climbing was one time. Um, you know, maybe fire lane was another time or something like that. Or I had a paratroop drop in Rachi Ridge, so I went into detail about how to do a paratroop drop, and then we just conducted the game. And so every little things like that, I would, I would add those materials so that in every single episode there's something to learn rules-based, you know, sort of thing. And, um, and, you know, I'd screw them up every once in a while and, you know, the guys would comment on it. And that's, that's what they're for. I mean, that's, that's what we're all here to learn. And, and there's always going to be something I missed uh, in a game because you're busy playing, right? Instead of it, it's playing and teaching are two different things. I mean, Dave, you know that. I mean, holy smokes. I mean, the preparation and going exactly getting a, a lesson right and teaching is incredible. And, um, and so that's just, that's just the process that you have to go through. But that was the idea behind those. And that kind of evolved into um, uh, doing, I was like, you know what? I've done some of these. I've gotten some decent feedback. And to be honest with you, I didn't know Stark existed. I mean, you know, Stark, hey, everyone's playing Stark it. And everyone's, you know, you know, screaming about it, this, that, and the other. And, uh, you know, I think it's a good entry for people, especially monetarily and based, based on the rules. I think, it, I think it serves a great purpose for that. And it's a standalone game by itself. So, I mean, you can't beat it. So I said, you know, there might be a whole bunch more because Starter Kit's been one of their best sellers, like, ever, you know, next to, next to Squad Leaders. Like, you know, if I can get some of the new players in on, you know, they're all saying, you know, they're all, play, you know, either playing solo or whatever or playing the same opponent 20 times. If I could show them, you know, an actual game replay, you know, like Dennis and I have played like four or five games and we would show those replays and how just the actual conduct of a game. Uh, it can be boring and long for some, but, you know, with two times speed, it goes pretty fast. Yeah. And so what that would do is allow a player to look at something like that, especially a new player, to look at look at the replay and just having us chatter and banter like you guys do in your in your in your show, which is absolutely fantastic, that you could pick up little subtle things in there. And um, even even without the banner, if you just go through the logs, you know, if. Like I see sometimes some players will play as the Americans and you won't ever see them drop one smoke grenade during the entire game, you know, and that, and that kind of allowed me to evolve the starter kit thing. I stopped playing starter kit and then I started the tactical Tuesday, which I do um, every Tuesday, obviously at 1730 hours uh, PDT. And what that is, uh, I don't teach the game. Like I don't teach you, okay, it's two MF to move in a building you know, one M, one MF to do this, that, the other. I don't necessarily teach the game. What I do is I typically have either my replays or an image saying, hey, how would you attack this? Or, you know, how would you try to win? This is the end game situation. How do you win? Or do a full replay. And what we would do is we would analyze my replays or let's say Jeff had a, a game that he brought in um, that he had played last week against you, Dave. 
and obviously escape maybe a new player and we go over the game and there's like eight of us you know there's a good group of guys that show up on tuesday there's john there's mark there's craig shannon you know a whole bunch of guys show up and um it's like a, it's like a group. It's, it's it's very much similar to your 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 roundtables, you know. It's like it's like a roundtable every week, but for starter kit players, and um, we essentially take uh, situations. I don't go over they say per se how what's the best way to do to win this game. That's not the point. The point is is Dave, you have your style. You tell me what your plan is, right? If Dave's super aggressive, then he's super aggressive. Is it proper for that scenario? We don't care. Dave wants to be aggressive in this scenario. So what we do is let's allow Dave to be aggressive, but let's maximize his potential of his aggression. You know, when the same thing on the verse, if you're very conservative, let's let's see how your conservative style can work in this scenario and maximize your effort in that scenario. It may not be the winning style per se, but that's not the point. The point is to develop your own style and that's what we just discussed. Okay, okay. If, if, if Dave, if you're going to be aggressive out there, what are you going to do with that 666 American squad before you do that? Can you move somebody else up before that guy wants to go over that demo charge? And, you know, that's that's where the essence of get them thinking about, oh, yeah, I can move a guy up, drop some smoke, and I'm across the road, and that guy's got a demo charge in his face. And so that's the concept of Tactical Tuesday is, is not criticizing people's play, but because everyone has a different style – Check out their style, right? Apply the rules to their style. And you know, then, uh, all- is it just an open forum that you got where they can join a call? What are you using there? Are you using Discord? Yeah. Or- we or- use Discord, and um, what I do is I uh, I stream while we're run- while we're running the actual thing. So in case okay. people don't like Discord for whatever reason, they could always listen to the stream. So we're on Discord so that everyone can chat in the same room, and we're on Vazel at the same time, okay. so they can move the counters around. So like if you have a replay. Um, we can move the counters around, uh, run through the log file, or you know, say if you say if Dave says, "What happens if the guy's over here?" Then he just drags the guy over there, and he sets up whatever scenario you want to set up. Okay. And um, the funny thing is, is um, I think I learned more than the starter kit guys. I gotta be honest with you. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, I, I just it's just amazing uh, when you take the when you step across when you you know change seats or change hats, then you just learn so much more and. Uh, I try to the, the biggest lesson I try to get in my players is um, routing. Routing is the biggest lesson I try to uh, instill in these guys. And, and, and using not and essentially my it's really funny. In the ASL advanced sequence of play, you have the advanced phase, right? The advanced phase has probably got, you know, two thirds of a page and column of you know what to do in what order and hold on yards. <laughs> routing is literally like Three or four little steps, right? Units to nearest cover. <laughs> it's practically a whole movement phase into itself, and that's what I te- try to teach the people that show up is and show them exactly how routing can be used best to your advantage instead of just dismissing it as oh, run back at maximum speed and then and then be done with it. You know, we we go into routing almost every single lesson. It just pop rears its ugly head, and. It's very, very important, especially in the starter kit uh, game, simply because it's a different game and the routing is more, let's say, forgiving uh, than an ASL game because there's no surrender. You know, you can low crawl in the open. You can stay in the open. You can block people. You can block a lot of movement options, which in ASL you can't because they just bypass everything around you. 
And uh, but in, a in SK, it's very important to be able to utilize your routing most effectively. And uh, there's a there's a huge number of situations that show up. You know, um, you know, as you guys well know, you know, if you're in a hex, you want to route, you just route to the next hex. Well, is that the closest MMF? You know, is that nearest an enemy unit? And things like that. And uh, again, you know, in, on, on all the Tactical Tuesday replays, uh, except for like two, we cover probably like a half an hour in routing in every single one of them in different situations. And it's simply amazing um, that you can use routing f to your advantage so much in a game and even in ASL that, you know, if I could, if I want to route to this location, I could take the longer route, right? Because it's legal. I could take a longer route to get there. And if you take the longer route, what it does is, oh, hey, there's a guy over there. I can't get any closer. Now I can turn left instead of having to go right. Yeah. And that might take me to a leader. And so that's kind of what I try and teach the guys is to not yeah. essentially not dismiss the route phase. It's so important. It's so important. That's a nice thing about having a bunch of guys together discussing it. You can do it with one other person, and that's fine, too. I, I, there are many times when I play uh, when uh, when I play badly, and so <laughs> my opponent will say to me, well, why, why did you do this? I wouldn't have done that. Why did you do that? And I'll say, well, I did it for this reason. Uh, you know, I placed him there for this reason. And, and a lot of times people will say, oh, yeah, I never thought of that. Right. Which is which I always find so interesting because uh, I play with some very knowledgeable players, um, but the fact that they had never thought of that is very revealing. And here to to sit around with eight guys and are this is this always starter kit tactical Tuesday is that always starter kit? Uh, it's always starter kit. Yeah, it's always starter kit. Um, ASL is a you know is a different monster. Yeah, uh, it's just yeah. a different. It just it just multiplies uh, you know the beast by a large margin. Yeah. And uh, so starter kit, it was really funny when I first started, you know, it's like a class. It's like Dave, you know, Dave's in his classroom. Is anybody got any questions? And like nobody raises their hands for like, you know, so <laughs> Dave's got to lead them on things like that. Typical, yeah. typical teaching environment. But, you know, I would I essentially I would then pick on some people, you know, call some people out and things like that. And they would you make comments or make changes on the map. And so now it's like, you know, everyone's kind of into it, you know, where it's less. You know, there's no judging or anything like that. And, you know, all questions are fair. I mean, it doesn't matter because if you've got a question you need to ask, just like you said, Jeff, I mean, that's something that may someone may have never, ever thought about. And that's where I'm learning every single session. Somebody brings something else up that's like, oh, hey, hey, I never thought about I could actually go that direction or yeah. this. And, and you, you definitely don't get that just by watching somebody play, uh, yeah. by watching two other people play. Right. Nearly as uh, I can see why this is popular and so valuable. Yeah, it's um, and it's really kind of odd because, you know, my in my videos I try to I've, I'm trying to especially on the ASL replays I'm trying to do the same sort of thing that the log files when I when I do my log files I give you my ideas, but again it's difficult to do that while you're playing and so usually you have to do that after, and you guys well know that the production times being what they are that they have a tendency to to, to run a little long. <laughs> so, uh, but uh, I'm thinking of new things. And it's like, you know, why not just have a, a sit down session where we could just discuss somebody's game, have eight or nine guys or four guys or two guys or three guys. And it's just amazing. Some of the conversations that come out of it, 
Um, sometimes I'll go in a week with like having no materials. Like, man, I hope somebody shows up with material this week. If not, then we'll just go over, you know, a snapshot that'll, that I've taken from the starter kit game online and say, Hey, how, what do you guys think about this situation and things like that, which I've done before. And, um, you know, it was really odd. And again, in terms of style, in terms of not criticizing people's styles, uh, I watched this one game, um, S3. It was, uh, I don't need the name of the game, but it's starter kit, uh, number three in the first one. Um, well, starter kit one, you know, scenario yeah. three. Yeah, scenario three, yeah. And so what it was is is the Amer- he was an American player, and he had to, like, get buildings and get across the street to get buildings. And he ended up winning the game, but he did it even without placing any smoke anywhere. So it's like, you know, even though he didn't do it in a, you know, quote, most efficient manner, game plan, he still was successful. And so that's why, you know, it doesn't really matter that you're technically doing the right thing. It's just however it fits in your style. As long as your style is being effective and perfected, then we can, you can be successful in however you want to play the game. Yeah, I'd be, uh, how do you get into this group? Is it, do, do they have to pay you like dues? Yeah, I take uh, certified cashier's checks and uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, just um, on all my episodes, I'll have a, it's like an open link to the, uh, it's the ASL skills server, ASL S-K-I-L-L-S, I can play on it, ASL skills server, and they should click on that on the, on any of the tactical Tuesdays or pretty much most of the starter kit stuff. And that will allow them to join the Discord server. And of course, the time is, you know, Tuesdays, as it's called, Tactical Tuesdays. Yeah. That's, you know, 5.30 at the same time, 5.30 p.m. What we're doing this. Well, Pacific time. And a matter of fact, about half the guys are back east. So I keep them up to about 11 o'clock. So. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and then they just pop in and uh, all the guys are like prompt. I mean, they show like right at five. It's like, you know, it's like three minutes till it's like no one's in the room. It's like, holy crap, is anyone going to show up? Yeah. But they're all, but they all show up, you know, right on time, and and we just have a, we just go at it, and um, there's a number of, like I said, a number of great discussions. Uh, I mean, I've, you know, it's just like you guys when I when I when I listen to your guys' uh, podcasts, I've probably listened to all your podcasts two or three times, e- easy. Just, I mean, it's a simple fact. You know, I have my favorites, and as as everyone does, and uh, I'll do the same thing with my videos. Is you know, I remember, hey, I remember the routing of this one. I like to go over and. And see why I like that video again, and you know some some of the stuff that you make, you know I, I don't necessarily like some of the videos I make. It's like ah, eh, I didn't really get my message across. But um, there's I have a couple of my uh, favorite videos of my own, which you know I think that you know just the amount of learning in some of those and things can be can be tremendous. And it just it just ups your game. It's just it's, it's like you say, Jeff. You know it's like hey, I never thought of that. And that's that's what I we want to discover is the things we don't think about. Yeah. You know, everyone knows how to move a squad. Everyone knows how to fire and things like that. Um, but so we don't really cover, you know, how to, how to move a tank here and there or whatever like that. We did have an episode where we actually, I tried to get together like eight guys and we played Clash of Borosovka. And so everyone would have like two tanks. And we started out with like four or five guys. Then a couple guys dropped, you know, the next week came along. And we finished it with like four guys. We played with four guys. And so I tried to show like all the different things that would happen with Arb, I would drive my tank into the woods to see what would happen, you know, do your bog check and then, you know, try APCR and we talk about the hit charts and things like that as we're playing the game instead of just saying, oh, I just need a plus five to hit and boom, just roll the dice. No, we go over all the modifiers and, you know, I'll ask some guys, hey, are there any other modifiers we need to consider? You know, I want them to answer the question, 
because if you give them the answer, then they won't learn anything. If they have to actively think about it, then they'll, oh, well, is there something else I'm missing? I said, what about, uh, you know, something else? There's one other thing you're looking for. And, um, you know, buttoned up is usually the modifier they kind of usually forget. But, you know, you go through that just three or four times and um, it just becomes second nature, you know. Yeah, I can so, see. Yeah, go ahead, Dave. Well, I had I think I dropped for a little while. So what was the first, because you have several series of films, right? You have the Vaseline, which is teaching Vassal. Um, well, I have I have the uh, the first episodes I did, which was fighting withdrawal, and then there there it says Vaseline was due episode one, episode two, up through ten. So those are my log file replays, where I take you through how an ASL how an average ASL player is thinking about the game, essentially yeah. talking. About the game. Oh, he did a good shot there, and he did a good shot here, and I need to get here because of this and that and the other, and then and then there's just the the regular game replays where like Dave and I would sit down and we just replay the game. And then there's the SK replays, which is the same thing, but SK. And then, um, and then there's the tactical Tuesdays, which we have like, geez, like 24 now. It's been like three oh, months. Oh, is there that many? <laughs> yeah, there's a bunch. I mean, every, every Tuesday we're on there. So it's just amazing. And so there's a number of tactical Tuesdays and there's another game I played. And uh, it was more like a community game where I would play it and everyone would watch. Uh, that one didn't come to a finish, but um, uh, but what we did is I turned that into a learning session where, okay, it's like understanding your opponent. Like, okay, because he didn't do this, I know I'm free to do this, you know, and essentially like reading your opponent where it's, I, if you know he's looking for a specific thing, then you kind of bait him, you kind of dangle the carrot, and then you don't give it to him, then you, then you get to do essentially what you do. And so... Uh, that was a very interesting one. It didn't finish, but it was at the end game. And uh, the, the thing about that is I was disappointed that it didn't finish. But I took the end game situation and we made, you know, a Tactical Tuesday discussion on that. And so we said, OK, my guys are lined up here. I need to take the building. Do we fire first or do we move and why? And, we, and then we would just you know, disseminate all that information and, um, and the action, not just like, OK, just move your units forward and, and you'll be fine. But it's the, do I move this guy first or this guy first? And, you know, that's very important in terms of uh, you're using troops. And leaders, leaders in our starter kit are extremely important simply because, you know, they don't have any firepower, right? So no one cares about them. But you simply use them to move freely first, and then you could have your other units move. And if they attack and break somebody, your leader's already behind them screwing up their outpaths. And so... Again, routing comes into the game as something you really need to think about before the route phase shows up. You should be thinking about routing in the movement phase. And we tried, I try to kind of reiterate that throughout all the Tactical Tuesdays and, and, and some of the other starter kit stuff that I do. So, Yeah, because I had watched, I do remember the fighting withdrawal one. I've been very impressed with your work. It's, it's very thorough. It's fun. It's, um, and it's like you're saying, it's very educational. Thanks. So. That's that's the piece I really liked when I came across the uh, um, 88s, the Tactical Tuesday, um, to watch. To suddenly I was like, Jeff, we haven't seen these. (laughs) (laughs) He's doing this great backdrop screen, and the guy is discussing his game, and this is like, this is like really something we should have been getting into long ago. But you know, as we're all we all know, there's so much content, and there's so many things to do. Um, 
but yeah, it's just very impressive that all the stuff you've done. How long ago did you start your first production with a? I think uh, I think it was really funny. You know, I've got I, you know, as you guys well know, as you run your production, you obtain more toys to play with. But uh, I think that first video was five to six years ago on the fighting withdrawal. Mm. And, um, you know, Eastern Front, you know, you got to start with number one, right? It's like guards counterattack. You either start with guards counterattack or fighting yeah. withdrawal because everyone's played those scenarios. And so um, that's uh, obviously it's the oldest one. It's got uh, a lot of views. But, you know, um, that's that's my oldest video so far. And, you know, back then I would do a video and, you know, that's when you start learning. You don't know how to edit. You don't really know how to record you just kind of play with it and i remember my first mic you know my mic's kind of expensive here but my first mic i bought from korea it came in like a little three pack like the little little clip on mics and so what i had i didn't have a stand or anything so i had like the little um the little uh the little tv the little, little prong right here right and so what i did is i i would jam a number two pencil in there and I would have the number two pencil sticking up, and then I would clip the mic on there to sit in front of the keyboard. <laughs> because so otherwise it would rub up against your chest, and you'd hear all the shirt noise. And so, so obviously we've progressed from that a little bit. But again, all of this, all of this, gentlemen, all the the hundred plus videos I've done is all because of you guys. Oh, this doesn't well, this doesn't happen if you guys didn't do what you did. And just like all the other stuff, you know, the guys ASL real time. You know, uh, I think maybe even ID Jester, which you guys have interviewed, and JD Hobbies. Oh, yeah. ID right. Jester does all the all the actual rules, teaching the rules, and uh, JD Hobbies uh, does also like the five minute rules. Those guys, unfortunately, they don't produce anything more, but another valuable resource. And Illuminating Rounds, of course, from England. You know, all this is because of you oh, guys. Right. I mean, it's just, it's simply that's all there is to it. All this is because of you guys and. You know, hats off to you guys. It's just, it's just incredible. Uh, yeah. <laughs> hats off to you guys. <laughs> so, uh, you guys, I mean, well, just like I say, it's just all this work is, is just simply just you know a little, a little bit of the block that was chipped off of your, your, your work, and that we've just made it into our own little world. Well, it's an invaluable resource. Uh, it really, really is. And it's nice how everybody can uh, contribute something to the hobby, to yeah. keep it going. We get a lot of email uh, from people who say, I've heard your podcast. You know, I did a search on ASL. I've been interested in it a long time. I've never played it. Can you give us some tips? Can you give me some tips on how to get into it? Give us some strategy. And, you know, we don't have time to answer that back in email. And here you're providing that as a as a great service where somebody can just sit down and, and relax and uh, go through it and pick up little bits here and there. Which right. is which is an angle of the show that we never did because because the audio, you know, we would have to describe everything. It was just too hard to do. So uh, the fact that you're picking up on this is and filling this niche, or is it niche? <laughs> I, I, that niche is easier to say. It's quicker. <laughs> it was really great. And, and I like what uh, off the air. I think we had you had mentioned that you know you don't know about the feedback. You don't know who's out there. Um, and that is the weird thing about this. And one example, well, we'll occasionally get a really nice long letter. We probably read them all on the air um, that just tells you, wow, this person is out there and it, it, it means a lot to them. And they've never contacted us. I keep reminding Jeff, I listened to 
a slew of podcasts myself, and I don't think I've ever commented on any of them. So yeah. they don't even know. I've gone in and I've donated. <laughs> you know, I try right. to go in every two or three years and give a quick 20 bucks to everybody right. I listen to. Beyond that, I never, ever leave a comment, you know. And uh, same thing with a lot of the videos we watch. We all get into YouTube and watch all these some cool videos, and I never, you know, never drop a comment. So other than the clicks, you assume, well, it says like 500 people download our podcast immediately when it drops. And that's just right. on iTunes. You know, you don't and have any idea. It's, it's really funny. I mean, I know you guys, you guys may agree with me on this. Um, I'd rather have zero thumbs up and 20 comments yeah. or 30 thumbs down and 20 comments saying how bad my show is <laughs> than... 4,000 thumbs up and no comments at all. <laughs> Nothing to go and, for. Like you say, it's all about sharing the information. And if if someone has an idea, the person who's generating that video wants to know what you have to say. It, that's that's the media that we're using is um, just click comment. Say, hey, was great. You know, and then, you know, if you want to have a time slip because my videos are like 8,000 hours long, you know, put in the time. So, hey, on this uh, at such and such a time. You know, you screwed this up. What do you think about this? And, you know, half the time I screwed it up, but half the time I would explain why it was done correctly, you know. And But that's that's part of the process. I, I have a problem screwing things up because I'm, I'm pretty good at it, you know. <laughs> we are, too. <laughs> Golly, the older I get, it's just funny that we, I, it's like I know less. I can do less now from memory about the game. Uh, you know, and that's just getting old too, or not rereading the rules enough and so on. But then you start playing it wrong, Jeff and I both. I think in the last show I recounted that, you know, I, I cheated twice on Jeff, and I think it's the show that we dropped today. Um, I cheated twice on him accidentally, oh, and I couldn't even yeah, get a victory out of it. You <laughs> <laughs> try cheat better, cheat better, Dave. <laughs> yeah, and it's basic stuff, and you're suddenly like, how, how, how did we forget that? You know, we always remember that. And so anyway, um, but yeah, we had a winner get a prize, Karsten in Germany. And he, um, we kind of knew, you know, to hardly know he's out there other than he joined this contest on Twitter and I had to mail this out and he heard us, he listened to the show immediately and he heard us say, oh, we hope he doesn't live in Europe. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> he's in Germany. So he... Yeah tweeted the day the show dropped when his name was announced and i'd already notified him a couple days ahead saying hey if you're going to hear on this episode you're, you're going to be a winner so send me your address and he did and then the day the show dropped he texted back and said no please don't send it oh my god <laughs> and we said no we are sending it to you but again it's an example of somebody who listens every the instant the show drops he's he's sitting down listening to the podcast every time absolutely wouldn't know he's out there ever so, yeah. and, uh, and it was really funny. I remember the just a recent episode that you guys did, I think, with Chris Cook and mm -hmm. uh, and in Germany. Uh, I mean, they're, I mean, they're newer players. It's like, you know, hey, let's start our own tournament. And that's that's kind of what is exciting that people are just, you know, I, I can't go to London. I can't go to Paris. I can't go to, you know, you know, uh, Stockholm or whatever for those tournaments. Let's just start one in the backyard. And it's just amazing. Just these people just, you know, let's do it. You know, you love that enthusiasm about it. And I, it's just wonderful to say. Just wonderful to say. Yep. Well, should we wrap it up, gentlemen? Uh, yes, I think we're we're good for this episode. So, well, uh, do you have any parting comments you'd like to, anything you want to bring up that uh, 
just um, just for the people that don't like to watch long videos, just hit double speed. <laughs> you <laughs> just know, hit double speed. That's, that's a really I, I, good idea. That's it's, I, and I'm glad you said it because yeah. there's so many people that don't realize that you can do that on YouTube, yeah. and it makes a world of difference. For watching, not and not that it's boring or something, but you want to get through it because there's only right. so many hours in the day, and you yeah, can or, absorb it quickly. Or watch them in pieces. It, it doesn't. It always leaves off where you left off. Yeah. Right. And, and go um, back in. Oh, I was a third of the way through this one. Oh, I'm gonna right. go back and in. Some, and some people, you know, some some content creators. Uh, not even in like so in anything else you watch, it they might just speak slowly or they might have large gaps, and the two x gets you through it. I mean, yeah. I mean, whatever speed you want, one and a half, one point five, whatever. Yeah. Um, for me, I mean, you just when you put it at two x speed, I have a tendency to speak fast sometimes too, and so you know whatever. But you know, just like you say, or click around, maybe you'll find something interesting in, in, in the uh, in the comment section. So yeah. Jeff and I tried doing a live uh, two times speed, but it sounded like this. Yeah, because you guys speak, you know, speak nor you know normally, and so <laughs> if you really kind of slow your voice down, then you know two x speed sounds normal. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. but you get through the video faster. That's that's pretty much like the one of the biggest things. If 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 you have a long video you want to watch or a movie, I even I watch just regular even movies like one and a half speed. It's just you know, the movie's two hours long. It's like, I can still follow it. You know, not a big deal. If, if something interesting happens, I slow it down. Then I go back to it. Oh, this is kind of yeah. cool. You know, see it over. So yeah, I've, st uh, I've started watching uh, old TV shows on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, the one I've been watching lately is Thriller from the late 50s and early 60s, which was, I think it ran for three seasons, one hour episodes hosted by Boris Karloff. Wow. All thriller and, and terror kind of stuff. Um, but they're a little long, you know, it's a story that could be told in probably 20 minutes and they're about 50 minutes, 48 minutes or something like that. I haven't thought of watching it at one and a half speed, but I'm definitely going to do that so I can get through those episodes. Kind of cool. Yeah. Good. And we yeah. do need to remind everybody, Jeff, that this show has been brought to you by our new sponsor, Kansas City ASL, as well <laughs> as... Bounding Fire Productions. Oh, Bounding Fire Productions, our favorite guys, other than our other guys who are our favorites. <laughs> Which would be Broken Ground Design. Yes. Making the wonderful counters. And you know what, Jeff? I actually found a set of counters from Broken Ground Design in my book bag from when we left off uh, before COVID. And I really, and here was the scenario in there. And I was the other day, I'm like, where the heck is that scenario? 208 from Korea. And where is that? How could I lose a whole scenario? Yeah. And so suddenly for some, oh, I was traveling and I wanted to, so I got out the old bag I used to bring to your house. Yeah. And went, oh, look, here's all the stuff from the last show or stuff we're supposed to get to. And yeah, so I'm like, oh, look, here's nice that surprise. scenario. Oh, here's a whole set of counters. What am I supposed to do with these? Did we talk about these yet? Were we going to give them away? I don't remember. <laughs> So anyway, yeah. Well, thanks so much, Stephen Stewart. It has been marvelous. Yeah, really good talking to you. You're doing great. Thank just you, sir. It's been my, my privilege of showing up on you guys' show, and I just I'm again. I mean, without you guys, I I think there would be hundreds, you know, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of players that just would not play. I mean, that's a simple fact. I mean, because you guys, I don't even play face to face. And I've got like double copies of all second edition stuff. So, yeah, you know, su supporting the hobby. So, MMPOs us big time, don't they? Big, yeah. <laughs> big time. Big time. 
big. But we do get <laughs> those letters, too, where people go, yeah, you guys made me go back and buy everything again. Thanks a lot, guys. All right. Well, great work, everybody. Uh, take care. We'll sign off. Do you, we'll try it together. I don't know if Stephen knows yeah. the sign-off. Probably. Um, sure, but yeah. Just want to thank, roll, thank roll, everyone. Roll. What, Jeff? I was going to – no, go ahead, Dave. We want to thank everyone for listening and say – Remember to roll low and rally well. Rally well. But not, but not when you're playing us. us. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Thank you so much.